Hello, hello, hello. It is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom SP3. We are back once again with an exclusive interview for True Heels BTR Between the Ropes with one half of the Impact Wrestling World Tag Team Champions, Chris Bay. Chris, how are you doing? Thank you for being on the show. Man, I'm I'm doing amazing. It was a great intro, and I'm one half of the Impact World Tag Team Champions, so life is pretty sweet right now. I would I, say too sweet. I was going to say that too. I was like, I, I've been loving uh, what you and Ace have been doing in Impact Wrestling, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, love the catchphrase, by the way. I, I've told it to non-wrestling fans, and they're like, no, that's really good. ABC, just as good as one, two, sweet. So <laughs> I just want to ask you, how has it been, yeah. you know? The whole experience, teaming up with Ace, going over to New Japan, and now coming back to Impact Wrestling and winning those tag team championships. Man, it's been great. You know, like Ace and I had a pretty good relationship before the tour, and um, you know, uh, especially being teamed up. You know, we, we we're both creative and we're both uh, you know professional, so we wanted to make it work. But Japan really made us you know brothers. You know, Japan can turn people into the closest friends or they it can split people you know any type of tour can you know um it can get stressful but i think for me and ace we thrived through it and we became a better unit and we were able to come back and take everything that we've learned and apply it to our game right now and our craft right now and it took us so far as to finally defeating the motor city machine guns for the world tag team championship so like it, it was a great experience. It's been a great experience. It's a great ride right now. I'm enjoying it. I know Ace is enjoying it. And the ABC 2023 title tour is just beginning. These are only our second belts we've picked up on the tour. So it's only the third month out here. It's just our third month out here, you know. Just the beginning of the tour, but it's going it's going well so far. And how, tell yeah. us about kind of that experience winning the Impact World Tag Team Championships with Ace, who's become like a brother to you against a legendary team in many ways considered the GOATs of the tag team division in Impact Wrestling, the Motor City Machine Guns, in a city that's become your adopted home in Las Vegas, in Sam Towns Live. Uh, I, I think that... um. Uh, Tom Hannafin did an excellent job on commentary telling about your journey working in Samtown Live, now being in the ring in the main event, winning the tag team championships. How is that kind of like that moment? And where do you kind of put it in the place of your whole entire wrestling career? Um, it was cool, bro. You know, like I um I hadn't had a moment like that in that building in a long time because you know, we used to run there frequently before the pandemic and uh after the pandemic impact still runs there you know but uh our local shows in vegas don't anymore we don't run that building anymore but locally in vegas you know i did a lot in that building i won our heavyweight championship in that building i lost the heavyweight championship in that building i wrestled some of my idols in that building through that company i mean and you know all the history that we've touched on with uh you know um that tom touched on with my history of setting up the rings and, and being, you know, one of those, you know, young grinding guys in that building. So like, there's a lot of history there. So to be able to defeat the Motor City Machine Guns for the Impact World Tag Team Championships and do it in that building, like there's people that I can look out in the crowd and see who I remember seeing when I came through the crowd to have my very first match in, in wrestling, you know? So like, if you look back at the the finish, it was just very authentic, you know, like my energy was very authentic. You know, I was 
I was happy. I was happy crying, you know, like yeah, I was crying, but I was like laughing. I thought it was hilarious because like, you know, it's full circle. And then I also, my arm is just destroyed. You know, Shelly and Saban were going to town on my arm. So, you know, I'm, I'm on one arm and I'm just like punching the canvas with my other arm, like laughing. Cause I'm like, this is, this is hilarious. This is hilarious. And I looked at Ace and I was like, bro, I'm crying. He's like, I see it. And he like pulls me in. He's like, I see it. And I'm just laughing because I'm just like, this is, this is great. Like, I don't, I don't expect moments like that. I don't, I don't expect for people to love me. I don't expect for people to hate me. I just, I don't have expectations. I go out there and do what I'm supposed to do, what I feel like doing, whatever it is. So like to have all that love and adulation and that building and to be a team that I grew up watching, a team that I used to wear their dog tags to school every day in middle school, faithfully, religiously, you know, Motor City machine guns around the neck to stamp that against those guys in a city that I've seen the lowest of lows. And now here I am getting the highest of highs. It was awesome. man. it was, I, I watched that moment more times than I care to admit. So. No, I don't blame you because it was a, tr a tremendous matchup, a tremendous moment, of course, in your career. And your career has really taken, like, uh, gone to the next level. Like you said, the, this war, this title tour you and Ace are on in 2023. But it's now you're going close to two years since you joined the Bullet Club, who is kind of yeah. this iconic stable in professional wrestling, especially in the last decade. I think it's the most influential stable in, in the last decade of professional wrestling and in your ways you're kind of like one of the more notable members because you're really the first african-american member so how does it feel to be the first african-american in such an iconic stable in professional wrestling history man it's gonna sound like one of those things where, but like it, in my position when i go through the world i'm, I'm like i'm chris bay first of all you know uh and then what my skin color is, what my ethnicity is, what my background is, follows that, you know, like, even though I wear that on the outside, so that's what a lot of people see first. So for me, like, as much as I kind of noticed it, um, and I, I, I even made a little joke about it, you know, when I was just like, AJ, am I the first black guy in the group? And he's like, no, it was AJ Styles. And like, you know, we have a, we have a laugh about it, you know? you know, random stuff like that. But I'm just like, man, like, I guess I am, you know, I, I guess I am. And then when other, you know, black people come up to me and tell me, I'm like, yeah, that's really cool. You know, like I see, I see the importance of it and the, you know, what a lot of people saw or what a lot of people envisioned for themselves. Cause I was that, I was once that kid who was like, yeah, I'm going to be the first this, or I'm going to be the first that. So now I understand like being in that position to be the first, like the importance of the flag, but that's why I carry it. Even more, you know, uh, with pride because I know that the world is watching and I'm going to be a representation for the next person that we let in because I'm the first, but I won't be the only, you know, if it's up to me, if I have my way, I'm the first, but I won't be the only, you know, and uh, I need them to see how this works out as their investment is going on right now. I need to hold this position very professionally so they see like, okay, we got this, but it's sick, man. Like I. Hey, I'm the guy in here. You know, I'm I'm gonna be the first to put it on a on a on a bus down chain. <laughs> Cause who else does that? You know, other than us. You know. 
I love that. I I, I want to see that now. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. campaign for this now. This needs yeah. to be merge impact wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> but you and Ace are really like holding down the flag now uh, here in the U.S. for the Bullet Club, and the Bullet Club is kind of in interesting waters right now with the whole you know jay being departed from new japan pro wrestling you have david finley who just became a member of the bullet club what do you think about what would you kind of say is like the state of bullet club worldwide with you and ace now having that flag for here in the u.s i think i think it's still good i think i think it's business business gets crazy you know business gets crazy all the time and um you know, we just keep going. You know, Ace and I are tag team champions. We're world tag team champions. Kenta is the, you know, New Japan Strong Openweight champion. You know, uh, Jay, uh, Juice Robinson is over on AEW, you know, messing around with Ricky Starks. Um, the Good Brothers and, you know, Mitch and they're holding it, holding it down over in the E, you know. Um, LP is figuring out how he feels about whatever the hell's going on with with David Finley. There's a lot going on for sure, but everybody's still holding holding their own no matter what. It's a family, you know. I don't know about you, but my family argues all the time. You know, we argue, we argue all the time. It's a family. At the end of the day, you're still a family. At the end of the day, you still got their back. And I still got my bullet club brethren's back. Everything's gonna be perfectly fine. It's okay. Don't read into the dirt sheets. Go read them, but don't read into them. And uh, we're going to be cool. Everything's cool. So I, I've seen you on social media allude to this. You have become an Impact World Tag Team Champion this year. Previously, you were an Impact Wrestling X Division Champion. You are one away from an interesting honor of the Triple Crown. And right now, Josh Alexander is the longest reigning Impact Wrestling World Champion. Is your focus just directly on the tag team division? Or do you think that you want to take that next step maybe sometime in 2023 and try to be the man who dethrones Josh Alexander? I think I can do it all. And uh, I say that to say that my focus is 100% in the tag team division right now because that's what we're doing. So that's what I have to be locked in on. Um, but that does not mean that I'm not focused on the bigger goal, which is the world championship. It just doesn't have my direct focus right now because I have a plate in front of me and I have to eat the plate in front of me. I can't skip ahead to the next plate. Um, but like the catchphrase says, man, like all I ever need is one shot. And that's really all it takes. You know, I haven't had a one-on-one -on -one opportunity for the world championship since Rich Swan three years ago, you know, yeah. and uh, as great as a match that was, I didn't get the job done, but I was three years younger, three years less experienced, three years less hungry. The appetite's only increased in the three years, especially getting so close, but being so far and then having an obstacle like Josh Alexander, like you said, the longest reigning champion. He's the real deal. So it's not like anybody's just going to step to him and just take that, you know, like I understand that. So I understand that momentum is everything. He's got a lot of momentum right now, but we just started stepping on the gas real hard. And those tag team championships are proof of that. That's nitrous. That's nitrous now. So we're going to keep running this tag team thing all the way up to the top. And should there be an opportunity, all I really need is one shot.
love that mindset and i love you saying that you know you want to do it all going back to kind of your time going over to japan as a fan of yours and impact wrestling i was asking for you to go over to japan i wanted you to be a part of so many different tours over in japan so i was very happy to see you and ace in the uh super junior tag league but coming up in just maybe like six seven weeks from the time this interview comes out is the start of the best of the super juniors tournament is that something else that you might want to check off your bucket list and go back to japan and compete in this in one of the more premier tournaments in all of professional wrestling um if it's there you know if the opportunity there and my schedule were to line up sure but um i'm a real go with the flow type of person you know because you can you can you can um, try to force like directional on things, but like a lot of times direction is more important than the speed. So like if I have a direction set somewhere and say I did want to do that, but this year it just doesn't work out. But next year it works out. You know, my direction was still pointing towards that. And when that time comes, it'll probably work out better than it would have if I would have tried to rush it in this year. You know, same with last year. If I would have done it last year, um, I can't, promise you that my performance will be what i deliver the, the time i actually get on there um so everything happens for a reason man um I, i'd like to do it and it would be cool but i'm not gonna rush it and i'm not gonna rush myself because people go to that tournament to showcase the very best of their abilities they showcase that they are the very best right now i'm very locked in this tag team thing so i don't want to throw myself off from being a tag team wrestler and then jump over to this super prestigious singles tournament that everybody's been prepared for, but I've been doing tag team reps for, you know, it's, it's going to, if I can't show up at 110, then, you know, I don't know if I can show up, you know? And I mean that in all ways you can think of. So you and Ace have really been kind of, like you said, putting your foot to the to the metal and you got at Sacrifice coming up on March 24th, TMDK that was just announced as your first defense. And then following that, just six days later in Los Angeles, you have a four-way with Motor City Machine Guns, TMDK, and Aussie Open. So how are you guys preparing for two big challenges within a six-day period? Um, I'll tell you how, uh, by doing what we do best, being the best, training our best. I'm sure Ace is probably in the gym right now. That's where I'm headed when this interview is over. You know, I'll be down at the school tonight, rolling around in the ring because I still be down there when I'm not at the shows. And I'm sure Ace will be too. You know, uh, we work very hard for this and we didn't just plan on winning the tag titles and giving them up. So as cocky as this sounds, our plan to defeat TMDK at Sacrifice, our plan to defeat those three other teams at the Multiverse United, Multiverse of Matches. This is going to be the Multiverse of Ass Whippings right here, okay? This is ABC over everybody else. Aussie Open, we beat them before. Motor City Machine Guns, finally, we beat them. And TMDK, we're about to beat you. So the proof, the plan is simple, simple. Matter of fact, who am I kidding? It's not going to be simple, but it's going to be easy. It's going to be easy as ABC equals one, two, sweet. And if you want to check out that formula and how that works, get the Impact Plus app. Get the Ultimate Insiders app on YouTube. Get Impact on the Zone because this is where you can see and watch back and go, wait, the formula is ABC. 
The formula is ABC. The formula is ABC. Maybe they'll be prepared for us. Maybe they'll. that's what they need to do. They need to prepare for us because we got the formula written and repeat for them. And somehow people still ain't kicking out. No, it seems to be a working formula right now. So focusing on the tag team division, one more question about that. If there was any tag team in the world, not just in Impact Wrestling, that you and Ace could face right now that you would want to check off your list since you already checked off one of the bigger ones in the Motor City Machine Guns, it can be from the past, present, doesn't matter, who would it be? I'll go with two. I will go with. FTR, because they got a lot of gold, and we're on ti- we're on title tour anyway. So you know, it only makes sense if they they got a lot of gold. We're gonna have to cross paths with them at some point in some in some universe. So FTR, and the second one I will go with is the Usos. I would love that. That that's those are two beggars right there in itself. The one thing I I also love about you, you know, your confidence, your swagger, but you're not just, you know, into just professional wrestling. You have a lot of other interests and I know you also do music. How do you like compare, you know, how you work with wrestling to what you do in making your own music? Uh they're both creative outlets, you know, like wrestling is is so is very so style you know like uh everybody has their style you know josh is a technical guy you know um aj was a you know is a technical guy but he also is a very acrobatic guy so he can fly you know like um guys like roman are more you know slow slow storytelling based guys guys like moose are more intense and you know throw you around and you know cut you in half with a spear and um this is just ways that we express our creativity what we like to do and what we are because wrestling is all you know here's this playbook of wrestling maneuvers and things that you can do and everybody comes to the playbook and goes okay this is for me this is for me this is for me and music is the same you know i you you hear something a sound and you go okay this is my sound right here you hear a beat okay this is my beat right here and you you know you create it and it's the same it's the same for that you know like my best days come these days when i have a studio session i go straight from the studio session to a show because like my creative juices are just swimming to the maximum by the time i get to the show i'm like already on 10 you know i'm warmed up mentally you know i've done my my reps in my head of uh you know just being creative so i know like okay you know what i want to do this tonight you know what if if it Time provides it tonight. I think I want to try this right here. You know what? I haven't done this move in a couple of years. What if I do it like the? It's the, it's that same way. It's the same with the music. I mean, writing lyrics versus when you're coming up to what you want to do in your matches. This is another creative outlet, and I think they go hand in hand in that way, where they just complement each other because they're both expressions of ourselves. Now that's a great way to think about it. On that music and wrestling tip, give us one album that you would say kind of expi- inspired you when you before you started making music and give us one match that inspired you before you started wrestling so the the I'll start with the match because that's the easy one and Brock Lesnar is like the match that made me realize 100% that I wanted to be a wrestler like I knew it but when I saw that match I knew it you know and also like what I saw I just thought that I saw, I think it was the Unbreakable 05, uh, Samoa Joe, Christopher Daniels, AJ Styles. When I saw that triple threat match, 
but I'm pretty sure you can go watch back on the Impact Plus app. When I see this triple threat match, this is when I was like, oh, you could do it different. You know, like there's you could there's no real formula to how you could you could do it however you want. Like, you know, like and that was like one of those matches that taught me that. When it comes to albums, man, like I'll put Lil Wayne's Carter Three up there because like it's just a like one of the best albums and it's a timeless album. And I've been making music before the Carter Three, but like if I think of like stuff that inspires me now when I look back, even when I'm creating now, I try to get like a Lil Wayne Carter Three type energy. You know, he was just undefeated during that time period. You know, yeah. like he was on the stuff. So like I try to get myself in a creative space like that. So I have an interesting question from uh, one of our contributors over on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel, uh, JJ. He asks, he says that he uh, looks at your social media and he sees a lot of sneaker stuff. So if there was one sneaker that you would put uh, or give us, you can give us multiples. If you can make your like top sneakers that you've ever owned or wanted to own, what would they be? Uh, the Space Jam 11. Um, the Concord 11. The Metallic 5. And probably the Black Cement 3s. Those are some good stuff. Right That'd there. probably be my Mount, my Mount Rushmore right there. <laughs> I, I There's like some that. I didn't put in there that I love and I wear more than the ones I just listed. But I can't throw them in there. You know what I'm saying? I got to... I, I love I love the wide range that we could get to with with this conversation, but I want to give you one last question before we wrap things up here. Uh, kind of give us what is kind of the rest of your guys' goals with being a tag team with you and Ace Austin. Like you said, you're on a title tour in 2023. Do you have like a goal maybe to go back to Japan? We already talked about best of super juniors, but possibly go back to Japan, finish some unfinished business with Leo Rush and Yo and the junior heavyweight tag team titles. Maybe you want to uh, go through the forbidden door, as they say, go to AEW and grab those tag team titles. What do you think is kind of the next goal on the list? You beat the Motor City Machine Guns, won the Impact World Tag Team titles. You want to be one of the best Impact World Tag Team champions, but you said you're on a title tour. What's the next title you're trying to conquer? I think the obvious one is uh, going back to Japan and defeating tjp and akira for the iwgp junior tag team championships we beat them in the tag tournament and uh we didn't we just didn't make it to wrestle kingdom but i i guarantee you if we would have made it to wrestle kingdom we would have beat them a second time um they're the champions and they're great champions and there's just but there's just too much um too much heat man there's just too much heat you know like tj uh gave ace his first loss in impact wrestling you know, um, TJ also is a part of the reason why I lost the X Division Championship in Impact Wrestling. So it would mean nothing more to me than to follow him to the place that he ran to and take his championship away from him. I'm sure it would mean nothing more, nothing, nothing would mean more to Ace than to also strip him of that because he stripped us young, talented kids many years ago of us and our opportunities. So now we're going to go in and rob this man, guns blazing, no machine guns, bullet club guns, guns blazing, one shot, it'll be just too sweet. We're going to take those belts. But I think that's next. That's got to be next on the title tour. 
figuring out how we can get back to Japan to get our rightfully owed match for these championships and beat the champions. And that's and that's a fact right there that you guys are one of the few teams that have got a victory and other tag teams that you know Doki and uh, uh, Kanemaru they got their t- their shots after beating them in the tournament you guys haven't so New Japan if you're watching ABC is the next challengers for uh, the United Empire I agree catch two two so. Thank you so much, Chris, for your time. I definitely appreciate it and love the the ability to kind of talk about different things outside of wrestling with you. Tell the people where they can follow you on social media and, of course, where they could see you on Impact Wrestling, Impact Insiders, uh, DAZN, and everywhere else. Yeah, man. Uh, so it's Dash and Chris Bay. It's B-E-Y, not B-A-E, um, on social media. Shout out Cody Rhodes. Dashing, Chris Bay, uh, Instagram and Twitter. Um, Chris Bay 434 on TikTok. We just hit like 1.7 million likes or something like that. So numbers are good up there. You can check out the music on all the streaming platforms, Spotify preferred, but Spotify, Apple, Pandora, Deezer, wherever you listen to music, it's there. So check it out. I got a new EP coming out on the 23rd called 23CB, three songs. And uh, 2023 is the year, so just using the number 23 because I'm all about synchronicity. Um, you can also catch me on Impact Wrestling on Thursdays on Access TV. If you don't have access, you can get the Impact Plus app. If you don't want to download the Impact Plus app for whatever reason, you go ahead and get Ultimate Insiders because I know you got YouTube. I know you're on YouTube. Get Ultimate Insiders. I got Ultimate Insiders. You can become an Ultimate Finesser on Ultimate Insiders. If you get the merchandise and you get the... You could you could go crazy. Ultimately, ultimately, you could just be the ultimate version of yourself and get ultimate insiders and go crazy. And if none of that sounds like the choice for you, then you probably ain't in the zone. So you can go over to the zone and get it over there. Watch Impact Wrestling. Make the zone your home. You know what I'm saying? Maybe make a little DiGiorno, get some pie in there. Have a nice ride. You know what I'm saying? Have a nice life. It's it could be sweet. It could be just too sweet. So check us out on Impact Wrestling. And remember, Impact, finesse club pieces. That's what we need next. We need that yeah. next. <laughs> Those in the bandanas are in high demand right now. So just know when them bandanas come up, we could all be danned up. But for now, leave it to me. I'm Black X-Pac, okay? I'm danned up, okay? Black Pac here. Um, yes, thank you so much, <laughs> Thank you so much, Chris, for your time. This has been True Heels BTR Between the Ropes with one half of the Impact Wrestling World Tag Team Champions, the world title tour himself, Chris Bay. It is me, it is me, your True Heel Phenom, SP3. Like, comment, share, subscribe, and I'll see you next time. Peace. Yeah.